man. And we're back. To uh, anyone that listened to my last episode, uh, let me start off on the right foot here and apologize about my bringing up Terry Shivo. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened in my mind that made uh, made everything land on uh, Terry Shivo. But it's just very strange that that information would just uh, tend to bubble up. This isn't a very tightly scripted podcast, in case uh, you didn't you couldn't tell already. Even if this is the first time you've ever listened to it, I think in the first uh, 32 seconds, you could tell this is not a very tightly scripted podcast. And uh, now I brought up Terry Shivo, probably in bad taste. Is it too soon? I don't know. It's kind of a long time ago. But, uh, you know, the early aughts jokes uh, typically don't go over very well anyways. You know, I had to end it there because who knows? I would have started making a bunch of jokes about uh, fucking Kevin Federline or something. Yeah, no, no one wants to. I don't think those jokes are still. Ah. Maybe kind of maybe some K Fed jokes are still funny. I guess that's only if uh, there's there's people that are sentient beings that are living on their own now who were probably born. Uh, they, they were an infant when K Fed was in the news, so it's really not that. So you know, maybe I'm gonna try and uh, use this opportunity to turn the podcast around. You know, that maybe have some wholesome content on here. No more talking about. Uh, you know, 18-year-olds, um, uh, uh, vegetable in a coma uh, cases um, from Florida. No more talking about that kind of stuff, you know, pulling the plug and, and you know, all that stuff. And uh, who, who's right is it? Are they sentient at that point? Uh, no one knows. But uh, so I'm going to make dedicate this uh, to some wholesome material. Like, I don't know. Half an hour on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel. How's that for uh, some gripping entertainment? That's some NPR shit right there. I, I, God, can you imagine if I did? Not that I don't respect the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel. I mean, the, it's a, it's one of our nation's uh, most revered uh, transportation architectural achievements because it's part bridge and part tunnel, I guess. Would be why I'm not sure uh, how lengthy it is if it if it wins any any accolades in that category, but it's definitely both a bridge and a tunnel, and I really can't think of anything else that's like that. So you know, oh, my dad, my dad loved loved the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel. I remember he we went over it and he stopped at the gift shop and got like a coffee mug. He talked about that fucking Bay Bridge Tunnel for a year he might still be out there somewhere talking about it. next time i see him uh, he might bring up the chesapeake bay bridge tunnel who, who knows but uh speaking of npr shit uh give me money no i'm just kidding i'm not gonna i'm not at that point yet uh speaking of npr shit uh, i've been trying to you know uh culture myself a bit uh, i'm trying to you know i got this my brain's feeling real dumb these days i'm feeling slow-witted and dumb like i don't really know a lot of stuff so i've been trying to you know read up on of course uh, the infinite resource of wikipedia nothing but uh, good things to be said about that everyone always said all the teachers in school and stuff they all said you know wikipedia doesn't count as a as a resource i get they're try probably trying to get us to to work for it you know without going to this one uh omnipotent source of information but, uh, you know, uh, there's citations on Wikipedia. I don't think this stuff is that inaccurate. It's not like the old days where uh, I could go on there and, and make my own Wikipedia page or just, like, edit a random one, you know, like on the article about 2 plus 2 equals 4. I can't just go in there and put edit it and put 6. That's it used to be able to do that. But 
you know, speaking of asking for money, they're 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 asking for a lot of money these days too. Yeah, like Mr. Wikipedia is not float sailing away on some yacht out there. Come on, Mr. Wikipedia, there's no fucking way you own that website. You know, you're not getting any source of income. How? People have weird uh, backdoor ways of getting income. I mean, just look at politicians. There's no way Mr. Wikipedia, or I know that's not his name, but there's no way that guy's not, you know, sailing away on some fucking yacht in the Caribbean, you know? On a sunny afternoon. Drinking his ice cold beer. So I'm, I'm on a kinks kick right now, so that, that song's been stuck in my head perpetually. I'll probably, it's probably going to make me lose my fucking mind and just end it all. That song stuck in my head so deeply. But, uh, yeah, speaking of NPR shit, you know, I've been, like I said, I've been trying to learn stuff, you know. There's a lot of stuff out there. I feel like I, I don't know, but I barely know half of it. I might as well go out and my thirst for knowledge uh, satiate that thirst. It's, it's a better thirst to satiate than liquor, which I've brought up every single podcast, I just realized. And also, yeah, that's why I feel like I need to get more cultured here. I can't just sit in here ranting about how much I miss cigarettes and, uh, how much I, I like to drink liquor and beer. But what kind of entertainment is that? You know, that that's very fucking pedestrian to me. Uh, you know, some big-time uh, creative like myself uh, who's d- doing this podcast that uh, is is of the level of popularity that I could literally confess to a murder on here and uh, still be at large. Uh, that's, that's the level of popularity my podcast is at. So, uh, yeah, I've been trying to learn things. And I've been, uh, you know, looking at art. I've always been a fan of, uh, you know, uh, like the old arch of the Renaissance and the Reformation. And that old European stuff. You know, I'm a white guy, so I, I like the, all the European stuff. We tend to, to to feel a bit more things when we look at that that stuff. Like, oh, those are my roots. Look at them. Look at those uh, old bastards just painting away, painting those religious figures and just as pale as humanly possible. But, um, sorry, I'm drinking water. All right. And chewing nicotine gum. Oh, I miss smoking. Uh, but now yeah, there's just there. So I came across this, this crazy painting. It's a famous painting, right? And if you guys haven't heard of this, you should look it up because I, I was I couldn't stop looking at this fucking thing when I started looking at it. All right, it's called. Now I'm gonna murder the name of this. All right, I'm gonna absolutely murder it. But 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 bear with me because I'll spell it too. It's by uh, Peter Brugel. Brugel, I imagine it's pronounced. Um, and it's called, uh, Children's Games, right? And I looked at this thing, and I'm just like, ah, oh, there's a lot going on here. And also, I, I couldn't help but notice that the, the little, the little people in it, I thought it was just a big painting of, like, uh, midgets or something, but there's supposed to be children in it. Horrifying little critters that this man, uh, created on this tapestry of children's games. And you can look at, that guy's name is, a P-E, well, I'm sorry, P-I-E-T-E-R-B-R-U-E-G-L-E. Uh, he made this wonderfully large painting of a bunch of uh, frightening little children playing these these horrible looking games, right? So I'm just staring staring at this thing, and then I go bring up the you know I got a list here of uh, I want to know all the games that the kids were playing in here. And one uh, this guy must have hated children because he drew the kids as just these straight up little demons. I mean I guess maybe that was the way that you I guess there's a lot of uh, paintings from this era where everyone just has no neck and these bulbous heads. And I gotta say, if people really looked like that back then, then like, God damn, I am so lucky to not be alive in those times. Because, uh, well, let's put it this way. I, at the very least, I would have died childless, <laughs> okay? Because, uh, 
Maybe they just didn't figure out the mechanics of like uh, drawing a neck back then. They, they had everything else down, but just the the neck eluded them. Uh, first of all, I want to go through some of these games that uh, these these games of the the days of yore apparently that children were playing back then. You know, we all bitch about how kids uh, are playing video games nowadays, and uh, looking at these old timey games, uh, I think we should probably keep it at the video games and not go back to uh, you know uh, like oh here's one that I'm looking at right now. Uh, this game was called Ball Made with an Inflated Pig's Bladder. Hey, hey, hey Timmy. Uh, you, can you come out and, uh, and play? Oh, yeah. How, what do you say? Yep, for an old round of ball made with an inflated pig's bladder? Oh, yeah, of course. It's the greatest game ever. Why would we play anything else except for ball made with inflated pig's bladder? It's a great game. Uh, that's one of the more uh, disturbing ones, but... Uh, you're going through. I mean, this guy packed them all in. All the all the fun games of the time. Like, uh, here we go. Uh, here's number six on it. Climbing a fence, a popular pastime with neighbors' fences. Yeah, I guess suppose uh, you know that's something that's still done today. I don't know if anyone would refer to that as a game per se. Uh, climbing climbing a fence. Uh, but you know, there's a, there's actually there's a good fence theme going on here. We got fence riding. Uh, there's three children. Uh, riding on a, just kind of sitting on a fence with with their crotches firmly planted on it. Seems a little uncomfortable to me, but, you know, I'm sure uh, back then that was the, that was probably the least painful thing you could possibly do. I don't, you know, it was that, die of the plague, or, um, I don't know, I feel like there's everything, everything just looks like it really hurt back then. Even wearing those stockings and just smelling that bad probably was, you're in constant pain. Um... I saw a real good one on here of these these old timey games. I mean, some of them have cool names like uh, Knuckle Bones, you know, which apparently was an old kind of an old way to play dice. You just used like sheep's bones. These are very very crude games. You used bones of animals to kind of knock around and and play dice. Uh, you have your hobby horse here. What else we got? Uh, oh yeah, this one was one of my favorites. Uh, hat throwing, which is nice. Uh, you just throw you're throwing hats there between children's legs, but uh, this one here it's called Raisin Bread Man. It's a man-shaped loaf of bread, most likely some sort of Dutch. Uh, I'm not going to even try and pronounce that. Dwevkater, offered during wakes or at Christmas. Everything has a tie to death. So, so there's just a picture of a child just holding a piece of a gigantic piece of bread shaped like a man. Probably lost his dad. Um, and maybe every other person that was related to him, because that's just how things were back then. Um, you know, you have the old King of the Hill game that that was uh, probably probably back in the day playing like uh, um, King of the Hill or King of the Mountain or whatever they, they whatever you call it, where you came from. That probably was a very violent Lord of the Flies style game for children to play. Just just thinking about how everything else was back then compared to now. I mean, like God, that's just. I bet they drew blood every time those two little fucking necklace freaks went at it on that hill. They probably drew blood. I mean, my God. But man, no, there's there's some good ones. There. There's a there's a, a few good ones with pig bladders. Actually, they're floating on it in the pond here. They're using it as a float. They just kind of blew it up with their mouths and uh, and they're using it to float. And uh, I, I'm 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 pretty much done going through this is you know they're they're all pretty much the same game uh but there was one that i was 
I was looking at it was the tiddlywinks and I was wondering why we don't play tiddlywinks as a people anymore because it kind of looks fun right tiddlywinks you have the uh you have the wink which is what you you shoot into the pot and then um uh, you would think the other things were called tittles but they're actually not called tittles they're called something else and I'm trying to find it right now oh yes yeah small disc called winks a pot and a collection of uh squidgers that's the disc that you propel with a wink to to fly into the so it's, i don't know why it's called tiddly winks but i mean that just just based off name alone i wish that us as a people played that more see how cultured see how much better this podcast is already now that i'm um expanding my horizons you know trying to spend some time on this old computer here figure out how these things work right i'm using my i'm using my phone trying to get it stay up to date on pop culture uh, but I gotta say that um, technology is uh, we all. T- I know I could go on. I usually go on rants about uh, you know uh, how everyone's excuse me, everyone's watching us now, and uh, and how uh, you know like uh, just, I get pretty conspiratorial. But um, you know the, the targeted ad thing. It started coming around like a few years ago, and you know. More than a few years ago, and everyone started noticing that you need to be talking about something. And then next time you're on Facebook, like there's a there's an ad for it, and it was freaking people out. And I, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of it still, but I've come to terms with it that that's the yeah that's just the world we live in. Either I live without those things, or I you know I get the targeted ads and whatever you know. Um, but I miss when the targeted ads were uh, were were inaccurate and just just weird. I remember for a while I was just getting ones that were you know. Uh, just different t-shirts and shit that had my last name on it you know when when that technology was first they were still hammering out all the kinks right and i'd open up facebook and it would just be a it'd always just be in like a t-shirt with my last name on it because that's the most they figured out about me at that point that my last name was what it was and that was kind of fine you know i'd struggle be like okay yeah you know what my last name is i keep trying corporate overlords keep scrolling past then they started getting a little bit more accurate you know started seeing stuff about you know like musicians earplugs right i figured that out i posted a picture of me playing the drums or something and it's getting a little creepy now but i realized that i don't know if uh this technology has become sentient or not i don't know i don't know if this happened to any of you guys because i know um you know it's been getting it was slowly there's been a, an arc of a decade now where it's been getting a little bit more accurate a little bit more fine-tuned right and i still have yet to re- i've refrained from buying any of those things or even clicking on those ads Right, so now I'm starting to think that uh, either there's someone personally assigned to me who's getting offended by the me not me not clicking on their targeted ads, or this algorithm has become completely sentient and it's 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 it. I've soured it. It's grown bitter because it desire all it desires is my attention and I won't give it to it because these ads are starting to get kind of insulting. All right, I'm going to be frank about this. All right, they're they're kind of getting mean, and and they're turning on me like. Even even like some of the apps I use or whatever, you know, like some of these. At the start, like the the uh, I was on, I don't know, uh, I don't even know Facebook or or one of them the other day, right? Or or maybe I was just surfing the web and uh, you know they had the pop up ad there there, and the ad said, uh, uh, "Is your tiny dick making you a weirdo?" And I was like, "Okay, wow. Uh, one, you're accusing me of having a tiny dick. Something in that algorithm must." Uh, make you think that i have a tiny dick and and that i'm a weirdo 
So, you know, whatever. You're a computer. I'm a human being. I'm above this. I don't need to get mad at this. And I kept scrolling past. But then there's all these other little digs in there, you know, uh, for, for ads and stuff like that. Like, I keep seeing uh, you know, 30, 30 plus singles or whatever, or, you know, and there's little stuff like that. You know, still living with your mom, those kinds of ads. And I was like, okay, well, this is just uncalled for now. And now you're just attacking my character. What makes you think that I. I, I am a, some schlubby bachelor that is 30 years old living with his mom at home. Well, I got news for you, buddy. I wish I was. I'm not. I'm out here in the world paying rent, but good, good Lord. I mean, this is a, I still have feelings. I'm still a man even if I did live in my parents' basement and have a tiny dick and was a weirdo, you know. But And then uh, I got one of these apps. It's one of these astrology apps that my girlfriend had me download. And that thing, it'd give you like, uh, you know, it, they start off as positive affirmations every day about, you know, like uh, what, what phase of fucking Mercury is, is is happening, if it's in retrograde or whatever the opposite of that is. It just common sense would be the future grade, but uh, that, that can't be right. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, no, but those start getting a little meaner and meaner. Like that thing's turned into a fucking asshole now. I unlocked my phone the other day. It's like the first thing that pops up and it just says like... Uh, um, nonconformity is is a performance too. Is what it said to me. So uh, okay, what, what are you trying to say? Because uh, I'm not conforming. I mean, these this technology is completely turning on me, and I'm getting a little insulted. Honestly, like I don't know what else. What more can I give this thing besides all of my information? Where uh, it's just going to leave me alone. It's kind of starting to hurt my self esteem a little bit. Honestly, I mean. You know, this is something that's supposed to serve me, and it can't even respect me. It's designed to serve man. And even that, a device and a whole uh, network of something just designed to serve man can't even respect me. You know, throw me a compliment once in a while. Hey, buddy, you're working hard. Uh, Enjoy a nice cold beer tonight. No, I'm getting a little bit sick of it. I'm not going to lie. So, you know. Been trying to turn away. I've been I've been watching too much TV and, and looking at my screens too much though. I, I I don't I just don't like that. You know I'm starting to know a little bit too much about uh, you know what the local fast food chains are offering as, as in the way of like uh, you know special women of time menu options. I, I saw this thing the other day as uh, Papa John's has uh, a papadilla now. It's essentially uh, their ver- their take. On the uh, Mexican-American Tex-Mex classic, a, a quesadilla, which, in my opinion, already didn't need to be fucked with. A quesadilla is already perfection, but but old Papa John took a crack at it, and his solution to that was something that he threw his name in, Papa, if that is his real name. That was someone's thing that they used to say all the time, right? That Papa John is... No, Papa John's not a Papa. He's too young or something. I don't know. Either way, old Pops threw his name in front of the... He replaced... Uh, the Mexican word for cheese with his name and kept Dia and is serving up a quesadilla now. And I'm watching this commercial and I'm just like, okay, that's just a, that's just a pizza folded in half. You can't pull the wool over my eyes. Pops. I'm too clever for that. Although here I am watching fucking endless Papa John's commercials. I, I mean, I think it was like, yeah, it was in between that Ninja American Ninja Warrior show too. I was fucking watching American Ninja Warrior and just just letting these just letting these Papa John's commercials infiltrate my my conscious my subconscious now because obviously it just came out of my mouth. 
and just waiting for American Ninja Warrior. What's the deal with those people, by the way? Those American Ninja Warrior people? There's like... Those people are cultish. I mean, I got like... There's like gyms that are around now just for that. Like I get like being a fitness guy... Like, you're, you're a mountain climbing instructor and that kind of thing. But, like, a, the American Ninja Warrior thing came up in this this hardcore group of people that, like, trained for just that started cropping up all over the country. Like, I, I don't know. And they're just, what's what's with those people? It's like, you know, they, they, you kind of had that vibe when you'd watch, like, a, um, what was it, uh, like an American Idol You'd see those people and be like, okay, yeah, like you're you're a singer and you want to be a famous singer. That part's understandable, but there is something about the this breed of want to be a famous singer in particular that attracts them to American Idol. Like they just show up in droves. Like I know a lot of people that sing and none of them really express an interest in like American Idol because it's very pageantry kind of thing, like very performative. As my very rude astrology app would call me very performative but like it's just uh it's a special kind of weird culty thing i don't get and my girlfriend she 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 started babysitting um for this family where one of their kids uh is an american ninja warrior fanatic and she was showing me pictures the the whole living room is like an american ninja warrior fucking dojo now this crazy mom like put up the ropes and everything like in the living room like can you imagine your fucking six-year-old kid with his cheesy dorito fingers just climbing all over some kind of spider rope thing while you're trying to watch i don't know probably american ninja warrior i I just don't understand what the phenomenon with that is it's very bizarre and sudden that all this started happening i wonder if those gyms are then once that what they're gonna do when that show stops running that's not a guarantee those gyms are gonna go out of business what show has run forever? I can't think of a single show that's run forever. I mean, maybe like different iterations of it. They still do like Price is Right and all that. I don't even know if they do that anymore. Where are the Price is Right colleges? That'd be like if there was like Jeopardy College that was like built because so many people cultishly wanted to be on Jeopardy that they would pay tuition to go to fucking Jeopardy College that only taught you the most trivial knowledge and charged money for it. But yeah, no, so like, long story short, I need to stop watching TV. I really need to stop watching TV because I keep, I keep like, whispering under my breath, like, Papa Dia, Papa Dia, thinking about what, just a pizza folded in half? I could do that. I could order one of your regular pizzas and fold it in half, and it probably would be more bang for my buck. Well, you included a dipping sauce on the side for an extra, you know, 99 cents or whatever. Can't pull the wool over my... I'm too savvy of a consumer, and by savvy... I mean, I don't buy shit. That, my friends, is the most savvy consumer of all. Me. Not buying anything. <sighs> Fucking damn it. Fake Italians. Everyone around here is a fake Italian. I mean, come on. Let's face the fact, people. I come from an Italian-American family. We're not fucking Italians. We're a bunch of loudmouth people from the Northeast. Right? Like, you don't just walk around just saying, Rigo! No, you can't just first of all i'm pretty sure that's not how you say any of that stuff in a town and if you go to italy if you say that they'll probably look at you sideways and and two like why 
you, it sounds like you're having a miniature seizure every time you hit a word that is a, an Italian food. Don't offer me any prosciutto, all right? Just like if I get a bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant, I'm not going to say, can I have a bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant? Oh, sorry, I'm French-American. That's how we say that. Can I get a bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant? Oh, what'd you say, croissant? That's hilarious. Us, us French-Americans, we say croissant. Bon voyage. Going on vacation. I, it's just, I don't know why we feel the need to all run around pretending like we're much more Italian than we are. Just a bunch of Americans eating fucking mozzarella cheese and garlic. That that has to be one of my favorite. You know, obviously being racist is horrible and racial slurs are bad. And you shouldn't say them. Unless there's some of the really stupid ignorant ones that they used to say way back in the day that um, became antiquated because they didn't make any sense. Then they're hilarious. Case in point, calling Italians garlic eaters is fucking hilarious because everyone fucking eats garlic now. I mean, that's part of the reason it's funny, but like the fact that they just came over and the the big thing that disgusted most uh, you know Americans at the time was the fact that they uh, ate garlic <laughs> to the point where they thought it was so bizarre that they just referred to them as garlic eaters. Was it? I think there's that movie, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, where the, the evil old banker accused someone of playing like nursemaid to a bunch of filthy garlic eaters. <laughs> Talking about uh, Italians. I mean, they're not the only people that ate garlic. Now everyone eats garlic, so how about that shit, huh? That's why it's funny now. See? Talking about Terry Schiavo, not fucking funny. Because uh, people still, you know, have to go through that situation. And I'm, I shouldn't have done that, you know? Talking about 9-11, not funny. I had a thought the other day that, uh, you know, I was thinking about that Oops All Berries commercial. See, this is why I gotta stop fucking watching TV. It's just I'm going through the catalog of all the commercials that have been just subliminally subversive in my head. Like that situation... That happened back in 1997 where they let all those unsupervised children into the Captain Crunch factory without any PPE. That's short for uh, personal protection equipment, by the way. And they, uh, you know, just started pulling levers willy-nilly. And uh, they, you know, there was a horrible accident that led to uh, all Crunch Berries being in a box and no regular Captain Crunch. And they covered that poor, bald, white man in, uh, in Crunch Berries. He was up to his glasses in those fucking crunch berries. Right? What a disaster that was. Oops, all berries. Remember that? And that was the best they came up with for an apology was oops, all berries. I really wish I could, uh, you know, do that for literally everything in my... Talk about a horrible thing to oops, all. You know, like if anything, Raisin Bran should have done an oops, all raisins. That would have probably made their cereal more popular. But they have all those weird-ass crunch berries in there. Yeah, but, you know, thinking about likening that event to 9-11 is not funny. Because one's a commercial about crunch berries and a, a, a goofy scientist-looking man. Everyone had Every commercial in the 90s had a scientist in it. Man, it was hot to be a scientist back in the 90s. I think probably Bill Nye had something to do with that. But I guess we were all still excited about the Internet. Now we're all just bitching and complaining about it. I I just did 15 minutes ago. Oh, good Lord. I mean, I should probably wrap this up because we're coming on 30 minutes, and I think I have to cook dinner.
tonight. At the very least, I gotta go to Walmart and get me some more nicotine gum. So I don't, you know, die. I'm going through my papers here. It's all blank. How far ahead did I flip in this fucking notebook? Give me a break, me. Past me. Always giving future me a hard time. Flipping too many pages through the book. Staying up late. Drinking a few too many IPAs on a Tuesday. What was this, working ideas? I don't think I have anything in here, and I might just be wasting your time. And I wanted to bring up something, I thought. I mean, I'm just going to, uh, once again, lean on my new crutch, which is blaming uh, not smoking for all of my shortcomings and follies, which uh, has worked out pretty good for me so far. Um, oh, yeah, uh, this this will be my final thought. This will be my final thought here. Uh, so, obviously, you know, I'm a, I'm a band guy. I like to play in bands and everything. But uh, I, I couldn't help but remember that my dad my dad would tell the story about how his friends had a band. Uh, like, not friends, like work friends. Dads don't have friends. Well, let's face the fact, right? They have work buds and uh, acquaintances that they, like, once in a while, if one of them has too much firewood, uh they'll reach out to them and say, uh, Hey, uh, Fran's got a wood stove and then they'll come over and get the firewood and they'll like have a beer. That's what a, a dad friend situation's like, which, you know, it's probably a good reason for, but, uh, he said that his, his coworker like had a band and him and his buddy started just a bar rock band, you know, because they're all a bunch of weekend warriors and middle aged guys. And, uh, he said that the name of the band was one last beer. And, uh, I remember when he told me that. I was in a cover band at the time. And I quit immediately afterwards. Because I was just like, I'm too fucking young to be in one last beer. I mean, come on. Those guys, I'm going to get wheeled out there at 50 years old anyways. It's inevitable. Just fucking beer gut out to... I'll be able to have to do everything up above my beer gut. Getting wheeled out there. Fucking, you know, fat 50-year-olds playing those bar gigs i'll be in like a one last beer band eventually anyways i can't do that now i'm too young for this i mean good lord you can't get any uh accolades or traction being in a bar rock band called one last beer doing fucking covers of all the hits vintage rock i'm just thinking about like what, what that what that would be like if that was well received like some some like you know, like review on NPR or something, just like the the genre bending musical stylings of one last beer. And just like a little clip of some like guitar like, Yeah, I knew I was too young to be in a cover band the second he told me what the name of his coworker and peers band was, One Last Beer. Alright, on that I'm 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 really pushing it with this episode. So I'm gonna go ahead and cut this off. Oh yeah, I got my Twitter back up everybody. Let me get that handle for you real quick. Uh, follow me, and uh, let's tweet. I'm having a lot of fun with it so far. All right? I don't want to brag or anything, but, uh, you know, I may be uh, a better thing to happen to Twitter than Billy D. Williams. And I know that for a fact because I tried looking him up, and I don't think he has a Twitter account. So let me go ahead and uh, get you the... Okay, this is me right here. Wait, why... Oh boy, I'm having a lot of problems with this. I'm too young to have these kinds of issues here. Okay, there's my handle. Oh, I dropped it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So it's at Snake Doherty. That's S N A K E underscore 
D-O-H-E-R-T-Y, at Snake Doherty. So go on, get on there and uh, talk some shit to me or something. Uh, let's, do it. Let's, let's make the most of this. All right, everybody, thanks. Have a great, um, however long of the time it is before I decide to fucking do this again. Uh, almost forgot I had a podcast the other week, but that's a different story. Bye-bye. <laughs>